Today's episode of the Eurovision for Real podcast was previously recorded for video, so you can watch at youtube.com backslash Alicia Michelle or sit back and listen to the show. Hey Eurovision fam, it's Alicia Michelle and I am so excited today. We're yeah. going to be talking about UMK and I have a very special guest. It is Jesse Markin who's given us the song Glow at UMK 2024. Okay, let me tell you, like, you have to tell me, what did you do when you found out <laughs> that you were going to be going to UMK? Was there a process? Yeah, I, I got to know just what that backstory yeah, the, was. Like, there is a process because, like, uh, uh, this whole thing started, like, uh, maybe a year ago. Like, some people from ULA contacted me, like, would you be interested in this type of, this type of competition? And I was like... Uh, let me think about it and eventually I was at the studio and, and we were working on this glow and I felt like okay maybe this will be the song like suitable for this type of uh, format or competition or whatever then we went from there I just like sent the sent the demo to the Ule people and they liked it and all of a sudden I'm in the middle of everything so yeah so it wasn't like a childhood dream or anything like that. It just happened organically. Like I had a song because like, even like, was it like two, three years ago? Uh, some people already like from Ule, they were kind of like, um, sending emails to my manager. Like, would he, would he be interested in stuff like that? But I wasn't, I wasn't really like thinking about that because this format has like certain type of rules that you have to edit your songs to like fit this three minute, three minute, like uh, lengthwise and stuff like all kind, all kinds of, all kinds of things. So I was just like, no, I don't want to chop, chop verses or anything off my, off my songs. But when I had this glow, everything was already like under three minutes. So I felt like, felt like this would be perfect for this whole, whole UMK thing. But yeah. Okay, well, I'm happy to have you here because I've been begging for an Afrobeats moment on the Eurovision <laughs> stage, like particularly in the past couple of years, because I am like, yeah. you know, it's blowing up like the charts all around the world. So why yeah. can't we have that represented a little bit on the actual Eurovision stage now? So you're not from Finland, but when did you move to Finland? Uh, I was like uh, six years old. So that was like... Uh... 91, 91, uh, moved to Finland straight from Ghana. So basically even in Ghana, I lived for like five years. Then I came to, came to Finland straight to Tampere, a small, or Viriakala basically, but a small, small place in Finland. Uh, yeah, it was a December cold and straight from Ghana to, you know, <laughs> it was a, it was a shock. It was a shock. Yeah. It was a shock in, in, in many ways. Like that was the first time me remembering seeing my father. I met my sister that time and all the, all that stuff. So it was, everything was very new at that time. And I didn't know the language. I was speaking like French and Twee. So, so everything was kind of like, I don't know, a challenge, but yeah. Okay. But yeah. now, I mean, you speak Finnish, you've been there yeah. for a while. Yeah. 
you know, were you always kind of performing? Like, did you know that this was something that you wanted to do? Or did you like, you know, maybe go to school for something else, do that job? And then this was like, you know, your side gig or something? No, like, like, uh, even, even when I went to like, uh, these like kind of like took these music classes or whatever i wasn't really doing anything on those classes and even like we had these family get-togethers and stuff like that my sisters would always like perform and play the violin and sing and do theater and stuff like that me i just wanted to play my football and just be in the background background like that i wasn't i wasn't that type of person to kind of like put myself in the forefront of things or or to be I don't know, taking stages or anything like that. So even this thing happened very like organically, but it was an accident overall. But yeah. But as soon as I got my first, you know, paycheck, I was hooked. So 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 I felt like because I'm a uh, I'm a graphic designer by like uh, through school and stuff like that. But like this this kind of like allows you to move differently move differently so so yeah but okay. when i got my first first paycheck that was like when i was 18 years old so i've been doing it for a while okay so, yeah. okay so with umk one i just i love that national selection i love the way that they sort of pour into the artists promote y'all and everything yeah. so y'all had done like a couple of videos you did like um like there was like a game show you got to like react yeah. to your other competitor's yeah. song I, so i asked this question to like everyone basically but if if you could do a remix of one of your other like and and like a remix like put kind of like the jesse spin on one of your competitors songs from umk this year whose song would you pick uh, probably the easiest choice would be this uh sarasi plus this Paskana. That would be kind of like the obvious maybe choice or easiest. I don't know, because it, it already like the instrumentation already got this trap element or trap beat type of feel. And these elements of like modern day hip hop in a sense. So if you kind of like take the or tweak the singing and the vocals a bit, you could take it somewhere else easily. So that would be the easiest choice. My second pick would be uh, Windows 95, man. That would be kind of like fun to play around with and, you know, give it some soulful elements, elements instead of instead of instead of those 90s vibes. But like, yeah, that would be interesting. Too. Yeah. I could be I could be here for the spin on Windows mm -hmm. 95. Yeah. No mm -hmm. rules. Yeah, <laughs> no I, rules, I, could, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I could be here for that. So I know you can't really tell us what you're going to do on stage. But can you tell us what do you want people who are watching your performance to like feel from your performance? And maybe what was like an inspiration point that you were kind of like, okay, this vibe. Well, the song itself and, and the visuals, the video that we made, the main theme, were, main theme of the video was to be kind of like, oh, bring the audience closer to me and the, and the vibe of the song. So the word intimate was the word that we were throwing around at these meetings and stuff like that and connection so it's not gonna be like this uh super extravagant or like uh lightnings going off and explosions and stuff like that it's gonna be very down to earth and 
I don't know. But still, we want to like incorporate that side of me, but still bring it to the bigger stage, if that makes sense. So it's gonna it, in the, in the same fashion as the the actual video, we start with this just staring at the camera and build up from there to make it, you know, bring on the dancers, bring on the lights, bring on the, all that stuff. But like, it's gonna be, I don't know, down to earth, starts from a intimate place and then moves on to a, I don't know, bigger setting. That's okay. Like that. <laughs> I'm intrigued. If that makes any sense. No, yeah, it makes sense, makes you know. Sense, yeah. A strong performance, you know, it's sort of, I, I say the best performances are like a flower blooming. You know, yeah. you want it to kind of yeah. start small and then and then get big. So I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. So yeah. you moved to Finland. Yeah. Now you, uh, UMK in this format. Um, I'm like, how long has it been around? It's. Uh, it's... I have no idea. Don't ask. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I have no idea because yeah. even even was it like yesterday? I learned that uh, before UMK there was this Eurobisu uh, Karasin which is basically like the same thing, but it had a different name. And I, I don't even know how long they've been doing this UMK thing. So I'm not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so technically, so UMK started in like 20, uh, yeah, 2012. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say, do you have like an early even Eurovision memory or maybe like your first memory of umk well yeah yeah we have like obviously with my family especially living in finland everybody's talking about eurovision and finland has a like a long history with with the whole eurovision competition and stuff like that so as a kid that was always a like a good excuse to stay up late and eat popcorn and watch all the lights and the dancing and and the singing and the glamour glamorous luxurious things people were putting on stage so it was just like yeah it was a thing in my childhood but when I grew up in my teens late teens or whatever then at that point some like my interest led me somewhere else in a sense but now when this opportunity presented itself then it was like okay okay let me kind of like reevaluate the whole situation and see what I can give to this to this table and what I can get out of it, obviously, but like, yeah. So, I, I have I have some some memories from childhood, but not not that many, not that many. Okay, okay, but you know, Eurovision it really is a little bit of like I think it's a creative community. I think it's one of the best ways if you're an artist, maybe that's kind of in one country and wants to yeah. maybe expand your reach a little bit. Eurovision is such an amazing opportunity to do that. And Eurovision is really going global for the first time last year. People outside of participating countries could actually mm. vote. We had a rest of the world vote. So I, I kind of want to know for an artist like you, you know, mm. how does that feel? This idea that now you've kind of cracked the door open. I mean, I'm sitting here in America talking to you. Mm. So yeah. <laughs> what does that feel like? Well, it feels good. And obviously this is the thing that we're, we were working towards to kind of like, uh, expand a bit or spread the gospel in a sense, like, like obviously my music is in English, so it doesn't really have no border limitations or anything like that. So I can connect with any anybody who's willing to uh, take my music as their own. So so yeah, it feels good and surprising at the same time. Even though 
this is what we've been working towards. So yeah, but it feels good. Wonderful. So, you know, I, I got to kind of bring it all back. Now, you haven't hit the stage yet. UMK has not yeah. happened, happened yet. You know, you're in rehearsals, yeah. you're perfecting your show. But so far, if you were talking to other artists in Finland, would mm. you tell them to do UMK and throw their hat in the ring? Uh, I would I would first ask them, like, what do they want with the music that they're doing or performing or writing or whatever producing so like what is your end goal where do you want to take it and stuff like that because this format is not for everybody because i know all, all kinds of like musicians that don't even do choruses or anything like that they just play their jazz pianos and stuff like that so it's not a, it's not a format for everybody so we should start or we could start from there like to figure out what do you want with with your musical career and from there, if I see that, okay, it matches with this UMK and Eurovision uh, setting, then I could recommend it. But if there was someone like me, I would definitely recommend recommend this path to kind of like expand, expand your whole fan base and, you know, listeners and stuff like reaching, reaching people from all over the world. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. All right. I think I think that's a great place to end it. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. Check out my interview with Finland's Sara Sipola right now. I am joined by one of the artists vying to represent Finland at the 2024 Eurovision Song Contest. It's Sara Sipola. Hello. Did so I nice do that correctly? You. Nice yes, to meet you yes, too. Yes. <laughs> you know, Finnish is one of to me, the most interesting languages. Really? And it's like, because it's kind of a melodic language. It's, you know, it's very like lilty, much like what you would do if you were singing a song. Like even when people are talking, there's like a melody to it. Really? To oh, me. Yeah. It's so nice to hear. So I, I think the finish is like a... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I think English is boring, perhaps. But your song, you are singing in Finnish. And I got to ask, okay, why this song? Why this song for UMK? What about this song made you go, okay, this is the one? Mm, well, actually, we didn't make this for uh, UMK. We were making my next single. Uh, but uh, when the UMK deadline was getting close... Um, and we were listening uh, all the music that I've done and thinking, uh, what's the right song for UMK? And uh, this was quite clear that th this is the one. Uh, I don't know. It's really important to me that um, uh, the song has really something to say, like some message. No, well, I definitely think the message is getting across, even though some people might not google the lyrics actually the uh, inspiration for the song um came when uh someone close to me uh lost his dad and um i tried to get inside his head like what what he was thinking when we were hanging at my friend's house uh, after this happened um and he was like laughing at our, our jokes and stuff and tried tried to be there like he was physically there but mentally not and 
um, I was trying to think what he was thinking. And then came this idea for that kind of grief that is kind of selfish and maybe childish. Like, my world has stopped. Why is everything going on, spinning around? You're going to work and you're going to grocery store and stuff, you know. Yeah, and I think that's kind of a universal emotion, you know, grief. We've all felt it in different aspects of life. It could be, you know, the loss of someone. It can be heartbreak. It can be, you yes. know, kind of a life shift, a change, something that we all sort of experienced uh, in 2020 to a certain degree. Now, I have to ask, how did you get your start sort of singing? Because you got this powerful voice. You know, when did you first kind of know, like, oh, maybe this is something that I could do? Mm, well, I've always loved singing from a little kid, but I think it, uh, I started to think that um, an artist career could be possible. Like it, it was kind of late. Like uh, I was an adult when when it started to really hit that this could be something. I love that. I love that. And I've, I've heard you sing lots of kind of different songs. I, I, I saw your videos, like doing Christmas songs and whatnot. What do you feel like your genre is? Like, where do you feel like, oh, when I'm singing this genre of music, my voice really shines? Well, um, I love soul, soul music and um, uh, R&B, pop music. Um, I don't really know. I would say that my genre is um, like a soulful and dark pop. I'm following. I'm following soulful, dark pop. I'm, I, I am a fan. We're enthralled. Now, one of the things about my channel is I always have to talk about the styling. I have to talk about the clothes because I don't know. I'm, I'm just I'm into the clothes. So when we think of that music video, you know, what were you sort of thinking about when you were thinking of the clothes? What was sort of maybe the inspiration you said, like, okay, I kind of want to look like this. Well, um, the first uh, first outfit that I had, like um, this corset, uh, like a underwear type. And um, yeah, it was because I, I wanted to be like a naked, you know, but not really naked. <laughs> so that's like a like my like this nude color and um, um, like I said, this underwear type type of outfit. Uh, and then the red socks um, with red heels. Uh, they were like giving the right contrast, I think, that I like. And um, also when you have this nude and red color, it gives like this this kind of pain, you know. I don't know how you say in uh, English that word. Uh, in Finnish. It's like the contrast. The yeah, contrast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of like, you know, hard and soft or like sort of like muted and a little bit more bold. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I I love the clothes. I'm I'm very big on the clothes. So now, when you're thinking about your performance at UMK, I know you can't tell us everything. We will see it on the stage, but are you kind of going with a similar theme with the clothes, or are you kind of thinking I'm gonna mix it up a little bit on the stage? 
Uh, well, um, it's not going to be the same clothes as uh, in the music video, but um, no, I, I don't think it's the same. Maybe the uh, colors are like um, the same kind of, but uh, nothing else. Okay. Okay. Now I have to ask because as an American who's into Eurovision, you know, for me, my first Eurovision memory is pretty clear. It wasn't too, too long ago. I mean, well, I guess at this point it's getting a little bit long <laughs> ago, but we're not going to tell anyone that. But can you remember like your first Eurovision memory? Yes, definitely. And it was 2006 when uh, Finland won Eurovision. It was Lordi with their song Hot Rock Hallelujah. <laughs> well, funny enough, that's one of my first Eurovision memories. Lordi is basically the reason that I really <laughs> kind of understood like, oh, this is like what it is. Because a friend of mine who's Greek, her family was traveling to Athens when they're from there, but they were traveling like, yeah, you know, Eurovision is going to be happening here. I'm like, Eurovision, like, I think I've heard of that. I think I know what that is. And then after Lordy won, I'm like, okay, like, what is this? I know what this is. So I will say just nostalgically, I'm sort of waiting for Finland to win Eurovision again, just so it can be like a full circle moment uh moment for me uh before we kind of wrap this up you know because you are such a powerful vocalist are there certain musical artists that you look at and you're like oh man like i would love to have a career like theirs or i love their voice like i want to try and sound like that like do you have any vocal inspirations mm. i've always loved like um women singers uh, who has this really powerful voice, like uh, Beyonce, Adele, um, Amy Winehouse. There's a, there's a lot. Christina Aguilera, uh, Celine Dion. Like I love them all. Like these powerful voices, just they get to me. I love it. And this is the question that I ask everyone. Now I'm sure you know you've heard the other songs at UMK, what person, which one of your competitor's songs would you want to maybe take and do like the Sarasipola remix or put like the spin on the track? Hmm, that's a nice one. Maybe, maybe I would say Sex Main because uh, I already loved, uh, loved him as an artist and uh, that would be cool, I think. I'd be into it. I'd be into at at minimum. Maybe we can get like a little collabo. Maybe you could sing yeah. sing the chorus or something something yeah, like yeah. that. That would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and best of luck on the stage. Break a leg. You've got a lot of people rooting for you. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.